Good morning. Let us listen for God's word this morning. The first reading is from Genesis chapter 1, verses 1 to 2 and 4a. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. And God saw the light, saw that it was good, and God divided the light from the darkness. Second reading is from Psalm 8. O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is your name in all the earth, who have set your glory above the heavens. Out of the mouths of babes and nursing infants, you have ordained strength because of your enemies, that you may silence the enemy and the avenger. When I consider your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars, which you have ordained, what, what is man that you are mindful of him, and the son of man that you visit him? For you have made him a little lower than the angels, and you have crowned him with glory and honor. You have made him to have dominion over the works of your hands, and you have put all things under his feet. All sheep and oxen, even the beasts of the field, the birds of the air, and the fish of the sea that pass through the paths of the seas. O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is your name on all earth. The third reading is from 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verses 11 to 12. Finally, brothers and sisters, rejoice, strive for full restoration, encourage one another, be one of one mind, live in peace, and the God of love and peace will be with you. Greet one another with a holy kiss. The last reading is from Matthew, chapter 28, verses 16 to 20. Now the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain to which Jesus had directed them. And when they saw him, they worshipped him. But some doubted, and Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go and therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always, to the end of the age. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Friends in Christ, what I say to you this morning is proclaimed in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. There has been a slight change in this morning's sermon title. What began as Go on Friday morning has been amplified over the past couple of days to God is a verb. It isn't a new title per se, as it gets to the idea that was at the root of the first title, that one word Go, that was published in the bulletin, sent out to you all. Go is indeed a verb, and the title that I selected to reflect the action implicit in our faith 
And it was taken from Jesus sending out of the disciples at the end of Matthew's Gospel, which we just heard read. Go and make disciples of all the world. I share all of this with you because I, like you, struggle a bit to comprehend the idea of the Trinity and to articulate its implications for people of faith in our present time. Today is Trinity Sunday. Each year on the Sunday following Pentecost and the gift of the Holy Spirit, the Church seeks to knit together the Godhead, to speak of the mystery of a God who is one and yet a God who is three, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Because we recognize that it is all too easy to see the three persons of the Godhead as three separate realities, and to lose sight of the fact that they are inextricably knit together. Our God could not be the God we worship if one aspect were missing. And often, we seek to describe this reality of God as something other than what what we understand. We seek to describe it in very functional language. We do so by focusing on the tasks accomplished by each person of the Godhead. Often, we refer to God as the Father, the Creator, the Son as Redeemer, the Spirit as Sustainer. God is known by the things that God does. God is a verb. And this morning, we have this assortment of texts that all hold up various aspects of our experience of God, and each hints at a God that is bigger than any of the distinct parts, but only hints that way. In the story of creation, Before the prime moving God utters a word, Scripture reveals to us that a wind from God or a spirit or the spirit of God hovered upon the waters of chaos. As we discussed last week, the Hebrew word ruah is variously interpreted as wind or breath or spirit. And the church has long interpreted this passage from the beginning of the creation story as our first glimpse of the Holy Spirit present before the dawn of time. The Genesis story then continues with the creation of the universe and with each act of creating we hear God declare the goodness of the creation. That word, good, speaks to the fact that the universe has been created and is reflective of God's justice and God's peace. It is a creation in which each thing that has been created can be safe and secure. Lion and lamb, oxen and wild beast, everything that exists does so side by side without threat. Pentecost and Trinity Trinity Sunday come at the end of the great 50 days of Easter in which we journey with the disciples and the resurrected Jesus as they integrate the life of Jesus. Moving from dissociated snapshots of Jesus' life to the divine plan lived out in Jesus' life, death and resurrection. Proof of integration that culminates in Jesus' declaration this morning that all authority 
in heaven and on earth has been given to him. In Jesus, the creation is redeemed and God's justice and peace are made available to all who will come to faith in Christ. And finally, we have the Holy Spirit, who was the focus of our worship last Sunday. The Spirit, which is both within us and all around us. It is through the action of the Spirit that our faith is sustained, that we can hear the teachings of Jesus and allow them to change our hearts. And it is through the action of the Spirit that we are sent out into ministry. It is through the action of the Spirit that the church goes forth each Sunday. It is through the action of the Spirit that the church baptizes. It is through the action of the Spirit that others receive the good news of Jesus Christ into our hearts. Each action, part of the picture of God, the God in the verbs. As I've been trying to fit together the three-in-one and the one-in-threeness of the Trinity this week, and the events of the world that have been playing out in the background, protests in the United States and around the world over the value of black lives and of any life that is different from our own, I think it's easy for us to look at the video of George Floyd dying in the street with a police officer's knee on his neck and to say, that is not right. But it is harder for us to acknowledge our own sin of turning a blind eye to young black men everywhere in Canada, everywhere including in Canada, who are stopped by police for no other reason than the color of their skin. It is easy for us to see the racial injustice in the United States and to think that that is their problem. But it's harder for us to acknowledge the work that needs to be done in our own country to rebuild trust with First Nations people to ensure that all who are different from us find a place. It is easy for us to see the abuse of power in policing but harder for us to see the abuse of power in economic systems that build wealth only for the wealthy and keep the the poor in their poverty. Perhaps, then, it is good to return to the beginning, when God creates the heaven and the earth. The creation story is the story of diversity, God does not just cover the earth earth with grass, but gives plants and trees and seed of every kind. The goodness that God sees is in diversity. God does not just fill the sea with cod or with whales or with jellyfish, but he includes them all and many more species beside and sees goodness in the diversity and the richness of the the oceans. And when God creates humanity, God creates our differences. Genesis points out that male and female, God creates us. Male and female, black and white, Asian and Aboriginal, the story is our shared story. Each of us is created in that moment and God sees goodness in our diversity. The next few days, weeks, and months are going to be difficult times in our world. 
as we seek to find a new truth. Indeed, the reality is that I hope the next few days, weeks, and months will be difficult days. Because we have to wrestle with the questions of justice, not just in our world, but in the church. And how the church responds to the broken systems of our world, acknowledging that sin is real, but so is God's grace. How will we work for justice and the place at God's table for all God's people must, must be here to work? We are sent out into the world to proclaim the loving, redeeming, including God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And anywhere where someone is excluded, then we are not complete, for our God is a God of diversity. The answers to these questions are large and difficult, and probably not for us to answer, not for me to answer, because I might be part of the problem. But in these days, we are invited to listen, to learn, and to love, and to show forth God's justice in the world. Thanks be to God.